So All we right. do need a title, a title for this thing. Um, we do. I'm um, thinking uh, Sucko, Fucko, and Trucko. Yeah, that, so- <laughs> that sounds like a good one. You're Trucko, though, Danny. Yeah, you're Trucko. I'm Sucko. I'm Greg's Fucko. Greg's Fucko. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm cool with that. Trucking and fucking. <laughs> yeah, right. But yeah, after some technical difficulties, we're, we're recording. And that's almost certainly not the worst thing that will happen during this pilot, but that's okay. No. Someone is bound to become incontinent soon. I uh-huh. think. Well, yeah, I'm already uh, incontinent. It's, it's <laughs> yeah. just seeping out. Nice. Mm-hmm. So I guess, yeah, so we, we can like go over some stuff that... Uh, ground rules. No diving. <laughs> ground rules. No, no, <laughs> yeah. horse, uh-huh. no horse play. Absolutely no horse play. Yeah. I won't have it. <laughs> mean Mr. Jenkins will come no, get you. No swearing. This is a, this is uh, a no cuss-free zone. Yeah, we're all actually... Okay, so this is a fact that you need to know about us all up front. We're all in the No Cussing Club. Uh-huh. We signed up for the weekly newsletter. We all have the cards... Press. I have a badge pinned on my pinned on my chest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and whenever I enter a new social situation, I'm obligated. Fuck! <laughs> yeah, I'm obligated to say that cussing isn't cool. Yeah. Right. Mm. <laughs> so that might have sounded like a cuss just there, but that was actually just residual no, was... emotional energy that builds right. up. Uh, so I'm not cussing. I'm also positive that I clipped the shit out of my audio right there. <laughs> <laughs> nice, but yeah. So uh, during this podcast, we're uh, we're going to talk about. What I initially thought was the deep web, but it turns out that's like <laughs> that I'm fucking wrong, and yes, that's sir, lots yeah. of illegal stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, not necessarily. Not inherently. Yeah, not, not, inherently. Yeah, not inherently. There's a difference between the deep web and the dark web. Yeah, the dark web is yeah. where the illegal shit happens. The deep web is just like stuff that's not like directly linked yeah. to, and all the stuff we're going to talk about is deep web. Yeah. Yeah, all the stuff, something like that. I don't know the numbers, but all the stuff we're gonna talk about is uh, linkable, and we can probably like provide links or something. That was yeah. one thing we were discussing about, like ninety six percent of the internet is the is on the deep web. What's your source on that one? Uh, uh, BGR dot com. BGR is yeah. that uh, big great Dumb. Rob? According to <laughs> it's an infographic posted recently by who is hosting this dot com. Okay. And it says right. that, uh, yeah, the deep web is 96% I always of trust WWW content. Anyway, all right, we're it getting sounds roughly here. proportional to the amount of space that's dark matter. So I'm assuming it's the same stuff. Yes. So space yes. is actually filled with weird fetish porn. Right. And unlinked sources. So yeah, yeah, yeah uh-huh. that uh, segues into what we're actually going to be talking about, which mm-hmm. is like weird, weird internet shit that we've discovered and like to talk about, including but not limited to weird fetishes or like youtube content or just anything on the internet that mm-hmm. is uh, strange surreal or otherwise uh, arouses Arousing. chuckles from us um <laughs> or just arouses yeah. straight up um also keep in mind that when we talk about fetishes we're not inherently shaming them unless uh, uh well I might, I might be. <laughs> we're yeah, shaming yeah. all 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 sexual uh feelings whatsoever if yeah, you exactly. have them you should feel deeply ashamed yeah. with yourself yeah this is a christian <laughs> nation in yeah. case you and forgot. a christian and a christian podcast i want to say that <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh-huh. out, up front straight off the bat this is the cp yeah. the christian podcast yeah, yeah. <laughs> the cp <laughs> yeah, yeah get, get <laughs> that get website. that one on a banner home of the cp, home of the CP. <laughs> Click here for CP. Right. People yeah. don't really know. CP is just Christian podcast. Yeah. Talk about all things wholesome and whole, whole filled. <laughs> but yeah, like uh, yeah. This is this isn't quite uh, at the level of fetish shit, but I personally want to talk about weird Shutterstock photos. Um, okay. My, my, my top three of which are uh, lady being tormented by cheeseburgers. Um, <laughs> a, a, a classic. Uh-huh. Um, uh huh. Man laying on sheet cake as if it's a pillow, and it turns out there's actually like uh, there, uh, wait, the guy wait. the guy mm-hmm. that did that photo shoot came out and he told the whole story behind it, and it's, <laughs> it's pretty fucking hilarious. Um, and my uh, all time favorite okay. uh, CG Santa doing heroin. Yes, I, that yeah, I've seen that one for sure. Uh, stock photos are are quite beautiful, and I have uh, an intention of using those in um, in in our promotion. You know, uh-huh. um, <laughs> we can uh, we can lap up some shitty stock photos for a couple of cents. Yeah, 
I have. And, a f- yeah, well, I mean, look, we'll use the ones that have the watermarks still on them. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's you know. true. I have a folder on my desktop of like t- twenty photos or so that are all just stock photos of people giving like finger guns. <laughs> that, <laughs> that, that, that third like, one, ages dude. and like races and positioning and yeah, we'll we'll put a link. To it's this. pretty good. <laughs> Definitely, these are really good for if you make like a really solid joke online and you want someone to oh, know yeah. that you've made a joke. Mm-hmm. Like maybe if it was a little, maybe a little too highbrow or or lowbrow, right? Mm-hmm. Way too <laughs> lowbrow. Yeah, just shoot them one of these. So you just you post you post pizza time, and then you post the finger guns afterwards to let people know that you're just fucking around. Right. It's just a little. Yeah. Yeah. And that, little okay, bad. so that oh. that's another thing too. Stuff like pizza mm-hmm. time, uh, we can definitely talk about. Um, and if so, for for the viewers at home that aren't aware of what I'm talking about here, there's this uh, like an art project video called Pizza Time, very which artsy. involves. Yeah, which involves uh, men in like uh, like Ninja Turtle, crudely made, intentionally crudely made Ninja Turtles costumes, um, all like jerking off onto a pizza. In like the they're like costumes made out of duct tape, seemingly. Um, it's quite surreal, and it was on YouTube for a time. Unfortunately, only like um, like ripped copies are available now on YouTube, and I think the 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 best copy I've found is on Live Leak, which is probably an appropriate home for something this <laughs> gra- gra- graphic. Um, but uh, anyway. <laughs> Yeah, so, so um, the most yeah. easily accessible versions don't have possibly the best detail in it, which is that the right. whole t- the whole time the turtles are beating off onto this pizza, there's a awful wrenching heartbeat going on in the background that steadily gets louder. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's upsetting. Uh, but the yeah, the, a lot of the ripped versions just don't have that. They've either put in like the Ninja Turtles theme song or something, which makes the whole thing too upbeat. Like yeah. I I prefer the the like deep unsettling <laughs> version with uh with that. There's also a, like a follow up video in which one of them is decapitated and then the head is cut open. Um, but the head is like a wa- is a watermelon. Uh, like it, it's a stunt head, you know. That's a real live leak video. Yeah. Uh, I just love how when you click on like the live leak link, it's like it takes you to like an eighteen plus. Like, are you willing to view like disturbing content? And it's like since it's live leak too, like it, you know it might actually just be disturbing content, but it's just yeah. a bunch of pizza men. It's just a bunch of pizza men. Yeah, there's no no actual like um sec- no actual sexual acts or uh, uh, decapitations are involved. It's just the the suggestion of them, and uh, it's yeah, it's a it's- beautiful video. It's it was like it was program. right. It was rightly <laughs> on YouTube. Like there was nothing probably against the terms and no conditions. So. Oh like... well, there are okay. So like in like on the ground around all of the turtles, there are pornographic images. I see that, but it's like, really low quality. It's so very low really quality, so you can't really see what's happening. And so I think that's why people have been able to get away with it, like re-uploading it onto okay. YouTube. This has been around for but, this has yeah. been this is re-uploaded two years ago, and it's it's age yeah. restricted, but it's not. It hasn't been taken down. Yeah. Yeah. I think it falls under the. And it's got 120,000 views. Category. Yeah, I feel like. Uh, the category is music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Pizza Time's getting the fucking nice old. The sound of wet slapping yeah. <laughs> duct tape. Um, <laughs> but, uh. So yeah, so that, that that's like one kind of thing that we could talk about. Another another uh, house favorite that you'll hear from a lot is uh, Joey from Joey's World Tour. Mm-hmm. Um, so he so he's a food reviewer, uh, and what he does is he gets into his car food enthusiast. and he gets he gets fa- he gets fast food and then he reviews it from his car. But he has a lot of like interesting like quirks, we'll say, um, and uh, he he's a source of endless fascination to us. One thing that one thing that he does that is you know probably his biggest claim to fame, and it was he was featured on Touch Pro for it. He does these quote-unquote challenge videos where essentially he the man humiliates himself on camera uh eating food really graphically um and he's always wearing and this is my favorite detail he's always wearing uh um like a mickey mouse hat uh which makes adds this like level of uh, uh, creepiness to the uh, whole thing i feel yeah um but yeah what, what do you guys have to say on joey how would you describe him oh <laughs> hero or Probably hero, hero or villain. 
<laughs> is, is he? He, he definitely started out a hero, and now he's kind of sold out. <laughs> sold out. <laughs> I like Joey's world tour before he sold something, out. <laughs> uh, something interesting about his videos um, is that when he first started his run, he was he was like very very annoying and like he absolutely hammed his videos up. But as uh, as he progressed in his YouTube run, um, he really started looking like sad. I don't know. We were talking about this the other day, and it's like he 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 hams it up in almost all these videos, and like he shoves you know an entire piece of pizza into his mouth and like makes sex moans as he does it. Yeah. Because he knows that. Like, all of his videos get about half likes and dislikes, and all the comments are, like, you know, making fun of him. And I think at this point, he's kind of, like... He gets the views. Yeah, it's, he's doing what gives him the most... Like, he he hams it up in all the right ways because he knows people are coming to watch it. Almost, like, he knows that people like us are there, and they're, they're only watching it as, like... They're viewing it as a negative, but they are still viewing it. Right. And or like, out of curiosity. I think in our case, it's, like, out of just ceaseless morbid. curiosity and... and uh, exaltation you know it's like we always make our pilgrimage to joey's channel yeah i know which new fast food is good yeah you know, like none of us yeah. really eat fast food that much nope. but uh, okay so another thing i mean i like because like we, we'll, we'll talk endlessly about joey but another guy i wouldn't have mentioned was report of the week he's like our other uh food reviewer that uh our other favorite food reviewers report of the week and he he's similarly he's a he's a gentleman who gets into his car and reviews fast food but his approach car, but... his approach yeah okay he gets into he gets into a car uh, it's not like a crack at him i think it actually is his mom's okay. car I'd... yeah yeah <laughs> um so but this guy he has like the almost like the opposite temperament of joey like where it was where like joey like really like hams it up and like humiliates himself this kid is like very like proper and he's always wearing a suit he's always very like polite and like soft-spoken <laughs> and like he, he really he spares no detail in his description of like, the, fa the fast foods like sometimes to a fault yes like 10 minute like, videos entirely uh, whereas joey is just like he eats the thing and he's like ah five out of five it's, every time it's got a lot of cheese on it so you're gonna love it five out of five right and like report of the week like tries to get in like right. detail about like you know the sauce and the and like yeah, you know, yeah. the way the different elements of this like shitty like dog dog food to your food <laughs> yeah. Which is what, that's the, the part that I find the funniest is, like, yeah. he spent so much time analyzing, like, the minutia of, like, you know, like, sweetness and spiciness of all these different chains. But it's all, it's all just dog food. It's all <laughs> coming from the same. rearranging of dog food. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's just one ground beef machine in the center of the country that just poops out <laughs> the little pellets and it gets shipped to different restaurants. Like, it's all the same. Right. There's the there's the meat worm in like you know, in Montana <laughs> that just kind of produces all the ground beef for the country. Me wham wham wazzle. <laughs> Like yeah. Taco Bell's meat comes out of a bag, right? Like I don't know. There's no. Yeah, it's like a like a semi solid. <laughs> yeah, it's all getting mechanically separated before it comes into our. Mouths. And don't get me wrong, I'm not like against it. I eat this stuff too, and it's, it tastes great. Like there's a reason people like it. It's just yeah. kind of like I don't think I've ever had a fast food, or at least not one that like has been covered by like these different reviewers that I've thought like, hmm, that. That that gave me pause because of like the ingredients and the like the way that it was like the flavor profile of that was really nice. <laughs> yeah. Like no, I'm not thinking about the mouthfeel and flavor profile. Yeah. I'm just trying to mash your face into my gob. You know. <laughs> when I go to a fast food place, it's how it's how much can I get for how little money? And right. I, I consider yep. it a success when like you know I'm paying more like the same I would pay at a different restaurant, and I get like too much food to even finish. Like that's a victory. <laughs> Even though, like, it's garbage to your food, and I don't probably want leftovers, but, like, I don't know. Yeah. Agreed. It probably comes off like I'm shitting on fast food, but it is really good. It's just, uh... Yeah. And I just love, too, like, there's, like, this, uh, this celebration of, like, these new promotional items that also, like, never last, either. Like, they're around for a, a week or two, and they go away. Yeah. Like, nobody really cares about the, uh, let's see. I'm, well, don't say, uh, don't say nobody, because, well, first of all, like, a lot of people uh, do end up That's buying, true. like, the shamrock shakes and shit, which, like, I'm sure are tasty. I don't think I've ever had one. Before, yeah, but, they're pretty good. But, like, the, uh, the, other, the other thing is, we're, we're already alienating our fast food views, uh, so we need to, we need, we need to step, step, step things That's back true. a bit. Um, <laughs> if you go to, uh, if you go to the link posted right now, it'll take you to a, um, a coupon for a free Burger King meal. Yeah. Well, uh, the big uh, yeah, we're, we're sorry. It's an apologetic coupon. Yeah. 
Uh, sorry, we can, sorry, we shit on all fast food. Yeah, actually, I, what we can also do is just overdub uh, a second conversation of us praising fast food over the over that entire <laughs> segment. So there are two uh, two conversations <laughs> happening simultaneously, and one of them is like very positive way louder yeah. the, the... man when i get the rumblings <laughs> you know where i head i head to hardy's for a hardy burger hardy's the home of the hardy burger. hardy's give mm, us money boy that's so good yeah oh please please Mm-mm. food I will, I, will, I will shill out for fast food sponsorship don't get me wrong <laughs> only look only if Report of the week and Joey both approve of it. Uh-huh. If either of them give anything less than a five out of five, they they're fucking gone. Mm-hmm. You hear me? You hear me, McDonald's? Fucking McDonald's! If you're listening right now, fuck you. If Joey gives you anything less than a five, <laughs> fuck you. Yeah, and uh, so what? One other source for Icon is probably going to be Deviant Art. We're gonna be pulling uh, lots of yeah. things from Deviant Art. Um, sure plenty of you have Absolutely. seen unless you're a real fucking normie um plenty of you have probably already seen <laughs> seen some things from DeviantArt. and uh well one of the one of the most recent things i've been fascinated with has been inflation fetish um wh- oh, yeah. which that's a classic with us. yeah i i don't know a whole lot about it but uh so, like what is I'll, it exactly I'll, I'll, please fill us in i'll take it from <laughs> here uh so i'm i'm the i'm the resident expert on inflation fetishism no actually i, I like really like i'm sure if like there's an inflation fetishist out there that listens to this and that, that, like no, even the wrong. even the level one inflation fetishist probably can tell you more about inflation fetishism <laughs> than i can but i've seen my fair share of this shit on deviantart and elsewhere and the principal... Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> Greg, Greg is getting ahead of himself. He's already bringing up pictures here <laughs> that, 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 the viewers, that the viewers can't see. But, uh, so, okay. So, uh, let me break it down for you. So, inflation fetishism is where um, an artist will take a character. Some uh, Oftentimes, they're characters that you're already familiar with from, from pre-existing uh, media. And they draw them with a really large belly. A belly that looks as though it's like a balloon that has been inflated. Um, and sometimes it literally will involve like a character like, you know, uh, like a bicycle pump will be put into a character's mouth and then they're inflated. Yeah, like this, uh, sometimes it's there's a- this picture. I just okay. brought up a picture of, uh, I think his name is Jeff from the original Earthbound and he's pumping Ness up. <laughs> and N- N- Ness doesn't look like he's having a good time, but Jeff is really enjoying it. Yeah. So there seems to be sort of like an overlap, right, between pregnancy fetishism, uh, like fat fetishism, and inflation. It all seems to kind of like uh, overlap a bit. Yeah. And um, and so like, there's also like some of it is sexual and some of it maybe isn't, or it's like subdued the sexuality of it. It all seems at least somewhat tied to sexuality. There, there seems to be something like arousing to the inflation fetishist about what's happening, mm-hmm. um, but it's just like uh, you know, it's it's incredibly surreal and something that like I was completely unaware of and never would have like even imagined um, until I encountered it on DeviantArt. And my God, there's a lot of it. Like right oh, now, yeah. Greg is scrolling through. He just typed in what inflation, inflation fetish. Yeah. And like, there's just page after page. Got Jasmine. Page. I really like the caption on it. It's Jasmine with a with an inflated belly, and Aladdin <laughs> and Genie are like looking at her from around the corner. <laughs> and I think somebody else added this uh, this description, and it's uh, Genie. Why am I doing this, Aladdin? If she can't move, she can't get away, and will be with me forever. Genie. Dot dot dot. <laughs> just like I'm with Genie. I don't know. That's that's pretty fucked up, dude. Jeez. Yeah. So, so presumably Aladdin like used one of his wishes <laughs> to just like make, to her, make her like have a massive belly. Because so yeah, there's like sparkles around away. it too, like like it's magic. Yeah. No. Yeah. If I had three wishes, I do not think that would be one of them. Yeah. Well, look. Don't knock it till you try it. It definitely wouldn't be wish one. <laughs> right. It wouldn't be the true. first wish. I'd have well, what to... if? Well, okay. But what about this though? You wish for the genie to have an inflated belly. <laughs> <laughs> How's that? <laughs> so, so he can he... never get away. Right. right. Yeah. So even once you've done the third wish, he has to stay because he's inflated. And he can't fit back yeah. in that lamp. Um. <laughs> right. 
Right, he can't run away. Yeah, yeah like, oh, <laughs> just imagining an alternate take of the movie Aladdin, where he's like, "All right, genie, I want to, I want to be with this princess so bad, but she'll never be with me. I'm just a street urchin." He's like, "All right, you got to make me a prince." He's like, "Yeah, sure, I'll do that." All right, you got to inflate her a little bit. <laughs> he's like, "What? Uh, <laughs> Excuse me? No, no. If I'm a prince, then I can come to the castle, and then if she's inflated, yeah, she won't be able to move, and then I'll just be able to swoop in." There and I mean, and like, presumably, the genie has to. Yeah, it doesn't break any of his rules. It doesn't make her love him yeah or kill or like bring anybody <laughs> back to life because i think those are his only rules right but she wouldn't be able to move so he can just like i don't know it's getting it's, it's a little it's a yeah little, it's uh, getting dark yeah loophole uh <laughs> so what so yeah another thing i was gonna say is there also is like an overlap between inflation and like vor mm-hmm. so a lot of times like there will be like an, a character with like a massively inflated ability when i say a character it is always a female character. I don't think I I have like yet to see a male. I've character. seen no, that's not true. Like I, the Sonic one. No, that's a straight up lie. No, I totally <laughs> have. Oh, also, there's like uh, Lego Island ones too. Uh, uh, <laughs> let me not get into Lego Island just yet. Oh, that that's a whole other thing. But um, so yeah, a lot of times you'll oh, see like an X ray of inside of a belly, and there's like people inside, like other characters, and like you know they're being like digested or are just in there. Uh, like a, like like it's a fetus sometimes i don't know like again there's like an overlap here between like the pregnancy thing and the inflation thing yeah and like my god uh, yeah, some of these are, are unset- very unsettling. upsetting yeah so uh there's one of like yeah sorry go no, ahead. i was i was yeah. actually gonna i was gonna say let's bring the experts in on this and uh consult wikipedia wikipedia says uh, oh yeah body yeah. inflation is the practice of inflating or pretending to inflate a part of one's body often for sexual gratification okay we knew that uh oh so yeah. wait this is <laughs> this is about like irl inflation uh it is commonly done oh, by geez. inserting balloons underneath clothes or a skin tight suit and then and then inflating them <laughs> Some people have specially made inflatable suits, commonly made from latex rubber. Smart. Good design. Uh, To make themselves bigger all over. One of the best known examples is Mr. Blowup, who appears in the Deviant Desires book. He wears an air-inflated double-skin latex suit. Okay. Well, we're going to have to look up this guy, Mr. Blowup. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm looking at some of these. I just Googled um, infla- inflatable suit fetish. And like, I, wait, go, hold on. Go, go scroll, <laughs> scroll up for a second. Put that up on the big screen. That guy there, I think I've seen that picture before. My He's got kind of like a gimp God. face. Like a gimp mask type face. Um, oh, well, one thing I I, uh, I failed to, to mention was um, the, the girl from Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory that like inflates... Oh, um, yeah. Uh-huh. Violet. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently, like, that, like, her inflating in that, like, aroused the interest of, like, numerous, like, budding and pre existing inflation <laughs> fans. And there's, like, a whole subgenre of inflation fetishism that around, like, characters that are blue and inflated. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh, quite strangely, um, I I had heard about this from someone recently, so like I guess I, like uh, I, th- th- this is hearsay. At I this wish point. I would <laughs> know, but uh, but yeah. So anyway, sorry, I, wish I, was, I had was, uh, intimate knowledge of the like <laughs> Willy Wonka themed like in- inflation yeah, fetish community, someone... <laughs> but I don't want to know. But my God, though, what a, what an interesting like turn of events. Yeah, it's it's okay. <laughs> we'll we'll have intimate knowledge of it by the end of this podcast. Right. I don't know. Is there anything else we want to say about inflation fetishism? Should we move? Should we move uh, I think we can save that for another time. Probably. Yeah, we'll, we'll come back uh-huh. to that. So yeah, uh, I don't know. What other what other stuff? So I did mention Lego Island. Uh, it, it has nothing to do with anything though. So uh, I'll show you. <laughs> um, only, only that we uh, <laughs> we always go on Overwatch and uh, <laughs> and give people fake links to Lego Island porn sites. Right, and talk about Lego and fan fictions and stuff. Oh, okay, fan fiction. Yeah, yeah that's a good go. one. All right, so that's fan like fiction. kind of the, the um, crown jewel because it incorporates everything. Right. So, so fan fiction is like. Wait, go back. Go back. For a <laughs> Sorry, we're looking at Lego Island screenshots. <laughs> oh, someone, yeah, someone made a little like a, real uh, life a real life Lego Island. That's cool. That was always my dream as a kid. Although, so much of it is not Lego, good. though. Too. Yeah, exactly. Mostly right. terrain. So much of it's garbage. Anyway, sorry. Uh, Bullshit. 
So, yeah, uh, fan fiction, right? So, fan fiction, uh, you know, if, if you're somehow not aware, you listener, is, you know, when, when the fans of, of a piece of literature or a movie, or a, any piece of media, they create their own storylines using the characters and sometimes their own new characters. Uh, and, yeah, I mean, it, that, like, it can be, it can cover anything. Like, and um, a lot of times, naturally, the stuff we're most interested in is the fan fiction involves like deviant sexuality um, and just like other strange like pairings and stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing inherently wrong with fan fiction. In fact, it, it can be like a really, Certainly yeah, it not. can be like really great writing exercise for some people. And there are some uh, yep. great, plenty of great fan yeah. fictions mm-hmm. out there. But, uh, but like, and, and and yeah, we're not we're not ragging on. It's just something that we're like fascinated by, mm-hmm. and frankly, find hilarious um, sometimes. Um, and usually, it's intentional. Well, uh, maybe not usually, but like sometimes, uh, the hilarity is intentional. Mm-hmm. Um, for example, uh, my friend sent me a link the other day too. It was like uh, it was Grip Hook and, from Harry Potter, and uh, oh wait, was it? Muriel? I think it was like Muriel. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, Griphook and, and, Muriel. and, and Aunt Muriel. Yeah, and so they they were they were. De- oh no. Okay, so that that was one. But no, there was a Griphook and Dobby. That's what it was. <laughs> nice. Yes, and so Dobby was like affectionately talking to Griphook, nice. um, just about I don't fucking know stupid shit. Uh, and that was the, the funniest thing to me in the world at the time. Uh, another one. Oh yeah, another one that uh, my friend sent me. Uh, was one where uh, Griphook is fucking Harry. Uh, Naturally. And so what happens is, like, you, like you, you, you think it can't get anywhere, like, worse than that. Like, it starts off with Griphook fucking Harry. And then, like, um, you know, there's all kinds of really graphic, like, details. And then Griphook pulls out, and he picks up Gryffindor's sword, and he shoves it in Harry's ass. Oh, my God. Does he die? <laughs> what the fuck? I, I know i think harry just like moans in pleasure or something like it's not like a violent thing well i mean it's not like a deathly violent right. thing it just you know just uh, it's, it's just apparently kinky. pleasurable yeah right i mean look magic's involved presumably presumably gryffindor like casts some kind of spell on this sword so that it like wouldn't <laughs> so perforate your asshole yeah so well, yeah, no, okay, so uh, this is canon, right, that the the sword imbibes only that which strengthens it. So Griphook covered it in lube. Right. And the lube kind of, it strengthened the sword. it. It took on the properties of the lube. Right. It, it knew that it should, like, become more penis-like. Yeah, yeah exactly. So not to kill Harry. I actually, okay, that had a strange connection in my mind. Yeah, you remember in um, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, there's a part at the end where, like, he, um... The, the main character, uh, Eddie Valiant or whatever, he, he, the detective, he, he picks up a cartoon sword that's like singing and that like moves. Do either of you remember that? I never saw it either. Oh, okay. Oh, neither of you guys? Uh, okay, yeah. well, I, l- all right, let me say this. I highly recommend to both of you and any listener to watch Who Framed Roger Rabbit. That's a f- fantastic yeah, Cartoons film. are gay. Uh, that's, that is, that is true. Um, all cartoon <laughs> characters are gay. Um canon but uh yeah anyway so in that there's like this like kind of a creepy almost um like singing sword and that the the gryffindor sword uh fucking harry reminded me (laughs) um, disturbing well i i've uh, I've got the the dobby grip hook one up right now and uh here's here's an an excerpt to give you an idea yeah thank you Uh, unable to help himself grip hook grip hook (laughs) lent down lent down um and gently nibbled okay. on the tip of Dobby's right ear, making the house elf shiver <laughs> in pleasure. Yeah, and then, and then um, there there is another one with Griphook and Auntie Muriel, and yeah, the, oh, yeah this one go. goes that Muriel rigg- wriggled her behind and angled her legs to allow him better access. <laughs> you will have to do all the moving, Mister Griphook," she said. "I've got to be careful with my joints." <laughs> Fuck, dude. I, I really just want to know, like, how Muriel and Griphook even meet. Like, I'm less interested in the interracial interspecies fucking. I just kind of want to know, like, how does how does she find out about Gringotts? And you know, because like, well, like when, like when would they ever cross paths? Yeah. yeah. Well, she'd know about Gringotts, but you mean like, why would she? 
Wait, I mean, yeah, like, why would they ever be in the same, like, scenario right, together? Right, why would, yeah. Maybe when she was inflated, she floated into Diamond No, you're thinking Alley. of Aunt Marge. Oh, am I? Yeah, Aunt Muriel is, uh, Ron's, like, aunt. Like, oh, shit. Aunt. It's, like, yeah, this stupid right. old bitch. That, like, <laughs> Mixing like, up my minor. She, like, rags minor, on everyone minor. the whole time. She's yeah, it's really right. funny. She's at the yeah. wedding, right? Yeah. Yeah. She's, like, my favorite character in the whole Harry Potter series. Anyway. Right. So maybe Grip Hook was an honored guest yeah. at the wedding, and they fucked, like, in the, in the broom closet then. Yeah, that, that could work, yeah. Also, we took, we just came, we, we we passed up. We we came full circle with uh, Aunt Marge inflating. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Dude, that definitely that definitely yeah. is where the seed was planted for me when I was watching that. <laughs> video. That was that like, was my introduction to inflationism. Damn. Yeah. I was like, damn. damn. God, I wish that were me. Yeah. I was like, damn. Yeah. God, yeah. Uh, that's uh. Yeah. That's another classic. Um. So a, f- a fun fan fiction related fact. Uh, the longest piece of written like a, a of written text you know oh, the longest yeah. novel that we know about anyway that's been published that's right is a um is a super smash brothers brawl fan fiction i'd forgotten God, what? That. that's mankind's greatest achievement yeah it's the it's the longest the guy has written you know like hundreds and hundreds of chapters for his super smash brothers fan fiction where like the main character is like a it's like a kid and he has like a lucario like as his friend and then like the subspace <laughs> emissary like becomes real and like oh, i didn't get too God. far in it because i don't think it's either just like really crudely written or the author is not English is not their first language or something right. it's not very it's cohesive but it's not something you would ever actually want to read um, I've heard that it gets better like, <laughs> as he goes because I'm sure the person is probably I don't like, know what I mean I guess there's nowhere to go but up yeah <laughs> no yeah I, uh, but I read like the first chapter and I'm like yeah, this is probably not so this. like he beat out War and Peace he beat out fucking Leo Tolstoy for longest book yeah yep nice Listen, get the National Archives on the horn. Yeah. <laughs> I want this. I want this recorded. I want. I want. I want to voyage your golden record of this thing. I want this thing fired off into space. I want this to be the first <laughs> yeah. thing that represents us to alien life. Yeah. We gotta get Stephen Fry to read yeah. this as an audio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's well, called the Subspace Emissaries' World's Conquest. Is that what it's called? It's even like make. The title, just, the, the title already just doesn't make grammatical sense, right? So no, it's Emissary's Worlds. Well, no, I guess it could. If, it, if he's conquering multiple worlds. It's, wait, yeah. the Subspace Emissaries. I, I, but it's just character? like that. Th- it's the Subspace Emissaries Worlds world's plural conquest. So no, it doesn't. Because the Subspace Emissary was the name of like the story campaign in Brawl. Yeah. Um, but like, what is what is an emissary? I'm gonna look up the emissary. Emissary is like someone who brings a message. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's the it's the emissary from subspace. His his worlds, the multiple worlds, the conquest of them. I suppose. Like that's that's very loose. Yeah. It would to call that correct would be would be a little. We need to we need to like we need to get out like a chalkboard here and try to dissect this title and like figure out its meaning. But yeah. Uh, it's written by Aura Chandler Chris. Uh, it's got over four million words, two hundred twenty chapters. Oh my God. Rated T for Teen. <laughs> I guess he, uh, that's I think disappointing. He might be done. I was I was kind of holding that for a, an sure. M rating. You know? Wait, wait, so he can, gave it a rating. You really get the. Uh, yeah, well, some of these all... fan fiction ratings, they're like I think it's usually like you know basically E T and M. Yeah. Okay. I think, so. um, <laughs> I think that I think that's also a built-in feature of the fan fiction website. Oh, okay. I, think that, like, I believe you, so. You like have to pick one, or it's like a sign. Because it's on fanfiction.net, which is like the the main. Okay, one. gotcha. Yeah. So definitely check that out. It's um. Save it for you. It's not... Right. That's we're here to digest this stuff. Which mm. <laughs> like hack up a hairball of all this horrible. <laughs> yeah. Right. And we puke it up on that your desk. Like, yeah, the, I ate that. The Fuck you. We serve. Yeah. Yeah. So if, um, in case you're wondering what you're actually going to get out of listening to this, it's so that you don't have to. Nothing. Yeah. Well, first of all, nothing. So, <laughs> yeah, nothing. So, second of all, um, basically, we're digesting terrible content, so you don't have to expose yourself to it. Yeah. Which I mean, the question then is begged: like, why listen to this <laughs> then? Because then it's like, you, if you're already not going to expose yourself to the content, you sure as fuck aren't going to listen to three idiots <laughs> talk about it for an hour. But you know what? So if hey, you're already predisposed. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, listener. I hate you. Go away. <laughs> that sounded real. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. yeah. I hope nobody gets this. That was too real. All right, let me, let me do some aftercare. I'm we just sorry. lost a couple listeners. Sorry, listener. No, yeah, sorry, we're listener. At negative five. It was, all, it, was all, it was all a joke. I didn't mean it. Um, 
your 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 coupon for fast food is in the mail. The second one <laughs> to make up for things, make up for crimes. But yeah, uh, let me think. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because like fan fiction's a whole thing. I've got like tons of other fan fictions that oh, I yeah. like already am thinking of. But we we uh, maybe we should move on to something else that we can. I don't know. I'm kind of still else? stuck on like on thing? like what the Gryffindor, the sort of Gryffindor imbibes. <laughs> Well, okay, only things that make it stronger, but it's like, That's okay, a little vague. what's stronger? What's stronger and whose definition of stronger? Yeah. Presumably Godric Gryffindor's definition, uh-huh. but, like, and we do kind of know that magic, like, fills in the blanks. Yeah, well, at least, like, Gryffindor, like, the house turned into that. We don't know a lot about him properly, That's true. But, mm-hmm. but, like, presumably he's, like, a meathead. Yeah. So I mean, maybe only stuff that makes it like more metal, like more like more like raw, cutting up raw. big dragons and shit, and like raw. big snakes. Yeah, like, I don't know. They had absorbed the basilisk <clears throat> basilisk blood, which made it. Sh- yeah, venom. venom. That's venom. that's right. You know, don't write in. Don't write in. Venom. <laughs> yeah. And Harry cried on it like a little bitch, and it it it, uh, it, it <laughs> yeah, absorbed yeah. his. Uh, his, his his penchant for sensitivity and emotional <laughs> <Yeah>. uh, prowess. <laughs> You think if um now the real question is like if you put like you put a little Tabasco on there would it would it imbibe that or would it get spicy <laughs> like would you if you put a little sriracha on there would that if you did yeah, put a little Tabasco on, on that bad boy that's what uh, when yeah, Fox that <laughs> when Fox like <laughs> bursts out with the sword of Gryffindor he like suddenly starts yeah. speaking to Harry in perfect English and, and yeah. <laughs> tells him to put a little Tabasco on the sword of Gryffindor yeah yeah, yeah. no it turns into a fu- Frank's Red Hot commercial <laughs> yeah and, you know. so if Grip Hook were to ejaculate <laughs> on the sword of Gryffindor would that like would that get I don't in? think Goblin Seed is improving the sword yeah, I don't, I don't think Goblin Seed it. Yeah. Yeah. maybe yeah. human maybe like a strong like Aryan human but like <laughs> a goblin I don't know <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that, that's true. Given, given what we know about the Harry Potter world, all the other breeds are inferior. Godric Gryffindor would have viewed the other like. Right. That's actually probably inferior. true. He was probably yeah. like wizard yeah. racist. Yeah, space uh, racist, as as we like to call it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as I like to call it. Yeah, it turns out <laughs> Godric Gryffindor is just a fucking fascist. Yeah, just like like uh, Slytherin also. Yeah, was. true. Like, like Godric Gryffindor was squirms cool. that will like enhance the blade. He's like, no goblins, <laughs> no centaurs, no yeah. more people. Yeah, well, only but, Gryffindors can can yeah. put their sperm on this sword. Well, actually, okay, so we don't know how goblins were made, right? Like, for, uh, the first goblin was like a mistake spawned in, so maybe it was someone with, with tainted sperm. You know, <laughs> uh, yeah, his, his sperms were slow, swimming a little slow. <laughs> they had like a like a gnarly green, yeah, splat. gnarly green sperm that like tur- that like give the first like a human gave birth to the first goblin. Oh, but yeah. that might be that might be human centrist though. Maybe that's wizard centrist. Maybe goblins were a separately evolved species that just happens to look almost identical to humans. Although, um, so there is a. There is precedent in the Harry Potter universe uh, canon for um, like creatures that are basically just humans, like like fucked beyond belief by magic. Because in the uh, in the care in the care for care, no, what is uh, it? Fantastic Beasts. Fantastic Beasts. Somewhere to yeah. find them in the uh, in the novel that they that they put out, like the tiny shitty little novel <laughs> that they put out, mm-hmm. um, along with the Quidditch Through the Ages book. It uh, talks about. I forget what the animals call. I think they're quintipeds. I think that's what it's called. Something like that. Mm. Where there are these five-legged spiders that only oh, exist on this yeah. one certain island. On the island. Because yeah, these yeah. two families that were like feuded back and forth cursed each other into like these horrible monsters. Yeah. But like that is a race of like that's a creature now in that universe because people like yeah just like, cursed each other. They have like offspring. Now, so like it's yeah. possible that like other races in that universe are also just the result of like humans fucking around with magic and being assholes. <laughs> like yeah. I could see like a centaur is just someone like transfigured themselves into a horse and it was just like. Right. They just fucked it up, and they were just up. And then they started person. fucking. Yeah, they just started. And they fucking. started fucking. Like some at some point, like thousands of years ago, someone with a horse fetish was like, "Damn!" And then you know, it, it all went downhill from there, or uphill. <laughs> Harry Potter universe would be great for fetishes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like you, you have an inflation fetish. There's a spell for that. You can just inflate oh, yeah. yourself and yeah. others. If you're if you're a wizard, like th- those wizards are for sure up to some kinky ass. Oh yeah. Shit. 
Yeah, yeah. Infl- inflating each other and stuff. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I actually imagine it, like the first centaur actually just transfigured the bottom half of his body and decided consciously to stay like that. And he, he went up to like some maiden and said, hey, you want to check out my horse dong? Yeah. Right. And she was like, hell yeah, yeah, I do. Of course I do. Hell yeah. Yeah. I mean, get out the sort of Gryffindor and shove it up your ass. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, uh, so yeah, no, I was thinking, like, you know, so Dumbledore is, like, famous for, like, his uses of for, for dragon's blood. Presumably one of those is, like, lube, right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh, well, it, and inflation. some kind of sexual something. Yeah, okay, yeah. no, but also, yeah, so he's, like, also, like, a trend, he, he got published in Transfiguration today. the George Washington today. cover. Yeah, of, yeah. yeah. Of the wizard world. <laughs> That's all the all the kids view Dumbledore when they read about him in school. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, he made peanut butter. Great. That's yeah. not that's great. Hundred uses. Oh man, we yeah. really talk about that stuff today. He he, he, uh, he put he put Hitler in jail and also invented peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> that's like what Dumbledore is essentially. But people oh, only know I, him for the peanut butter thing. Yeah. So I'm reading I'm reading the most recent tweet by J.K. and okay. she said. Um, that Dumbledore actually found 1,000 uses, 1,000 sexual uses for dragon's blood, but it wasn't relevant to Harry's journey, oh, so it right. wasn't in the book. That's right. right. Yeah, yeah. Official yeah, tweet. of course. Yeah. And the thing he was published for in Transfiguration today was uh, inflation transfiguration. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> inflation transfiguration. Yeah. The hottest new wizard band. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's a little short story on Pottermore about, like, the inflation fetish, like, you know, the, like, the rise and fall of inflation at, like, Hogwarts. It takes mm-hmm. place, like, before Harry and his friends get there. Yeah, yeah. And it's, like, the discovery of the spell, and then everyone's doing it, and everyone's yeah. just fucking... And, and Professor so McGonagall was like, alright, we gotta stop this, I can't teach you guys when you're all inflated like yeah. this. And I can't, I can't I'm, I'm visibly aroused Yeah, I, I can't I, carry on. Yeah. <laughs> poor, poor Professor McGonagall's clutching her tartan uh, dress, and she's like, ugh. Heaven's oh, oh, tarnation, yeah. So it's like you can't apparate on the school grounds, you also can't uh, cast the inflation Inflate. spell. Yeah. Except in certain areas where that's, like, that's okay. That's part of the, the, the like, the Hogwarts wards. Like, it, it stops you, you just can't, like, you can't apparate in or outside the grounds, and you also can't. You can't inflate anyone. <laughs> All right. Anyway, yeah, so we probably can, enough about Harry Potter. Yeah, we can move on. We'll, we'll come back. Don't worry. So I Don't guess uh, I guess we'll also be constructing our own uh, fan fictions. Well, for, well, of course. Every so yeah. often, yeah. Uh-huh. Naturally, I'll keep mine updated. So, look, it's only natural that like some of this shit's gonna start to rub off on, uh, on us after a, <laughs> a constant exposure. We're gonna get tainted eventually. Our minds have already you, been addled. I'm like surprised yeah, right. we yeah. never made like a fan fiction, like like just like you know actually just made one of these weird pairings. Just like actually, yeah, yeah, okay. It. So like that's that's another thing. Like sometimes, or actually most of the time, it's hard to tell what's in earnest with yep. the this shit and what's oh, not. Yeah. Just and everything. That's also part internet. of what's so fascinating. Yeah, yes. that's that's true too. Agreed. Yeah. Usually, when it comes to like if it's something that's like a fetish or if it's something that someone might find arousing i assume that it's serious first yeah me and too. then yeah unless it's like very clearly like a joke i like usually it is serious and then there's just there's like a few like there's fringe cases i feel like and sometimes it's both like it's like done to be funny but also to arouse that's like, true and so uh, so like i feel like some of the pairings that are like like grip hook and anti-mural that's like, a joke. The, i think the chances are very high <laughs> that it's a joke right um, yeah but like you never know you know, but uh, likewise, I'm sure there's like Harry Draco ones that are also a joke. Yep. But then that's one uh, among like the 2,000 that are very real. Yeah. 2,000 is a generous. Oh uh, yeah, that, yeah, it's so... probably like hundreds of thousands of Harry Draco <laughs> fiction. Yep. Maybe I should do, try, go, go try to find like an exact tabulation of like how many Harry. <laughs> you gotta Draco put on infographic of all yeah, the different. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> fan fiction. We we will like, we, we scour the through fanfiction.net yeah. uh, like servers and we we. Or we searched like through their database by tags, and we like tabulated which pairings. You know, it's Harry Dumbledore is like five hundred thousand. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it probably would be like an adult and a child one would be like the most top. I feel like that happens. God, a lot probably. Like, like, Snape, yeah. Snape and like Draco or something. Yeah. Snape and Hermione. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah, that's true. I think Harry Draco oh, might yeah. be the top one though. I think Harry Draco or, or like 
like Ron Hermione or Harry Hermione, I have to imagine would probably be pretty high. It's like the most boring, those are high, but it, yeah. but it's also like the it's where probably the most like it's kind of obvious. Yeah, yeah. It's like no, if it's true. the easiest to think of, it's probably the most. That's true, but I, but, but see that okay. But here's the thing though: people really wanted to fuck Tom Felton. That's uh, true. T- what's his name? Is that his name? Yeah, Tom Felton. Yeah. Like I think that's and also same with like Alan Rickman, right? And like <clears throat> I think that's like why like a lot of people ended up like writing fan fictions and like making fan art of those characters in particular also because they're the bad boys right they're the slytherin the bad, bad boys. but like so yeah that i kind of like lore, i love know. alan rickman as an actor but like yeah. I, I it's hard for me to judge on an objective scale because i don't find men attractive really but like is alan rickman an attractive man i didn't think uh, that he was I, like not not to as me snape, per, not to me think. personally and like particularly not as snape I suppose, like... Draco, a little bit more, I I can see, yeah, and, like, with Draco, I suppose I could see, too. Yeah, he's he's a nice, slick area. Yeah, like, he's a handsome fellow. He's a slick boy. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Um, uh uh-huh. But yeah, it is like it is like it's upsetting though because it's like Snape is like described as like greasy and like sallow, like sallow. Yeah, like he's constantly <laughs> referred to as sallow skin, and like he's like un- just a unclean. Like he's unclean. <laughs> like that's because <laughs> well, sallow. Like one of the definitions for sallow is like having like a uh, yeah unhealthy yellow or pale brown <laughs> color to like a complexion. Yeah. So I just imagine Snape he's is like he has like buck God. teeth and like glasses. <laughs> He's like, I'm not gonna do a, a Snape racist Chinese voice, but you can you can fill right. in the gaps. Yeah, yeah, like uh, like in uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's. Yeah, exactly. Oh god, dude, I like that, like that movie is like like it's a decent film, and like everything seems so normal, and then just out of nowhere, there's this like absurdly racist garbage in there, and it's like really grating. But it's and, like, so funny. What the fuck. It's also oh, because like god. I love the fact that it's fucking um. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Mickey. It's Mickey Rooney. Mickey Rooney. Who's yeah. like a like a decorated and respected actor yeah. in every other movie he's ever been in, and then yeah, he was just kind of like yeah, he played a Chinese like, what guy. What the fuck, man? Like, how did really... no one? How did no one see this and think like what? This is absurd. Even like even if they're like blinded by their own like ignorance, it's just so jarring. Like it's yeah. so obviously not a, like I guess he's supposed to be Chinese. Yeah. It's so obviously not a Chinese person. Like, why would you... Yeah, I don't... Just why? I, I feel like it's the same thing as, like, the. it's the same reason, like, the Adam Sandler <clears throat> movies, like, continue to get made and, like, right. all these jokes get in. But it's not... But like, Breakfast Activities isn't a comedy, though. That's true. Like, that's yeah. a bit different. It's not just, like, the entire yeah. movie is misguided it's comedy. It's, like, acclaimed. Yeah. yeah. It's, like, the Adam movie- Sandler, like... He, he can fly under the radar because everyone knows his movies are shite. And also, right. like, I, those make sense because the entire movie is like that because it's written by someone whose sense of humor is that. Yeah. Whereas, like, Bref- Breakfast at Tiffany's yeah. is just a movie. Yeah. It is it's just, like, a, a character dra- story. A yeah. And then, like, there's this little bit. I guess it was just there for comic relief, but they were maybe so misguided, was. I guess. Yeah, maybe it was. Comic also, what year was it, too? 70s, I think. Wasn't Ooh, that? It, was, it was earlier than that. S- uh, 60s, thinking... then, because it's in color. Yeah. Okay, I'd say 60s now. 61. Uh, 61. Okay. So, I mean, civil rights movement's still, like, creaking along at that point. Yeah. I guess it was kind of before that kind of thing was, like, super considered, like... Talked about, I guess? Like, I I don't know if it was really considered that bad at the time. God. Or if it's just kind of... It's, like, hard to imagine how that's not considered bad. Yeah, but, like, oh, jeez. Also, the civil rights movement was, like... Like Asian American rights didn't come for a while after that stuff. Right. They're no, still, that's, still still kinda that's true. That's true. Right. Yeah. Exactly. It's still yeah. like like Asian. Oh yeah. Representation like in, yeah. Not in Hollywood. Film, they're like Hollywood. all the Asian actors are yeah. like, hey, please cast us in things yeah. that aren't just like in Asian. And then we get Great Wall, where it's like, eh, the main oh character is a white guy for no like no reason at all. Although that's yeah. made by <laughs> that's made by a Chinese company. That movie. Yeah. It's not. That's not an it American is. movie. Oh, it's still weird. It is weird. Like that makes it weirder, honestly. Because they're playing everyone else in the movie is Chinese. Yeah. and i think they were just yeah. like all right we'll make a movie with chinese people but like we gotta have a big like action hero to like bring the, bring yeah. the boxes <laughs> yeah because they, they think... wanted to appeal to the western audience too right, right? they want to they want to yeah. corner uh-huh. both audiences and like well the well, one way we're gonna get the western audience or at least they think the one way i mean i, yeah. I hope it's not true that like it's like necessary for there to be it's a white probably guy not. It's protagonist super not. For it to be popular i think what but... they're doing is they're trying to like reproduce the success of like the transformers movies stuff like that like these big 
blockbuster action movies that do like they they really like Transformers uh, like in Asia like that yeah. like the movies have like the Transformers mm-hmm. movies have started to outsell the tickets in the like in Asia than in the U.S. like they make more money mm-hmm. domestic or uh, abroad mm-hmm. than domestically I feel like they're just kind of like all right we'll get the same guy from Transformers. They already had written like a movie about the Great Wall, and they're like, oh, well, I don't know if you know, so we'll bring our generic actor is gonna cut it. So we gotta get, we gotta get someone that like people in the U.S. and China can recognize. Like everybody knows Mark Wahlberg, right? So I, it might be a little less. So is he in like the later Transformers movies? Yeah, or something? after Shia okay. left, it's uh, right. Mark Wahlberg's the main character. Now. I see. Yeah, I wasn't aware of that. I saw the first yeah, one, like, yeah. and like maybe the second one. He was in the first three. Megan Fox also has bailed at this point. It's a oh, I knew it's about a different that. actress. Oh, I knew about that. Yeah, Which is I funny just didn't know like, who replaced these guys. Yeah, it's Mark Wahlberg and like um, a Victoria's Secret model, I think. The Funky Bunch. Mm-hmm. Marky Mark and the Funky yeah, Bunch. The yeah, the Funky Bunch. Yeah. Marky Mark and <laughs> blinding a Vietnamese man in the eighties. <laughs> oh yeah, he, yeah. He, <laughs> Beating he did, a man he, half to death. He did that, didn't he? And then he? apologizing very like yeah. angry. <laughs> No, I, for real? I mean, oh well, yeah, he did. He definitely like he uh, he beat a guy like to the, like at, to, to, like to life. the brink of death, but he didn't kill him. Um, and then like he he since like reformed himself and like has become clean. And like I know that I I've definitely seen an article that was like you know the victim and him like have like you know he's he's forgiven him and they've made up, but it's like I don't know, dude. Lord. That doesn't make it okay that you did that. Well, no. Yeah. But I guess you got to move on. You know? Yeah. Well, we have a very, like, move on, like, Hollywood, like, I don't know, we have a, yeah, our, our morality system with, like, when it comes to celebrities, like, you get mad at them for about 10 years, oh, and then yeah. you forget about everything that they yep. ever did. Yeah. Yeah. Like, or just, like, never, like, like, Bill Cosby, it's like, or yeah, it's like, either, inverse, yeah, like, it's either they're never gonna work again, or they just have to, like, wait five or 10 years. Like, Mel Gibson, oh, yeah. he's back, he's back in action. Yeah, I don't, I don't even know, what what did he do? I don't even know. He said some pretty, pretty horrible stuff about, like, Jews and, um, I think other races, too. Like, he Jeez. was, like, re- he was, like, recorded, like, um, at a police stop or something. Yeah. And, um, he said, yeah, he said Jews are responsible for all the wars in the world. <laughs> um... Oh. Or like, uh, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger cheated on his wife, and now he's just right. kind of like, well, I think that's upset, like, but then it's like, well, he's still good. He's still in good movies, right? And, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's like, it's less. Yeah. It's, it's a, like, a little different because I feel like that's like, like that's like despicable, but like, I guess I'd classify that as like a like a personal thing. Like it doesn't. I don't know. Yeah, it only affects I, I, his family. Yeah, I, guess. I don't know what I'm saying. It doesn't make any sense. Nah, it's not over. Anyway, uh, <laughs> anyway, Marky Mark, I uh, uh, almost killed the guy. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. great stuff. Go see the Great Wall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Great Wall in theaters uh, right now. now I think. <laughs> uh, also, uh, he was like the lead in the movie that they made about the Boston bombing. Which like why did they make a movie? Why about did the they Boston they made bombing? a movie about that? Yeah, Christ Almighty, uh, Patriots. Day. Yeah, they, 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 like they. Like no expense is spared in like trying to too. milk like anything. Oh yeah, I thought they would have waited at least another year or two, but it's like, geez, dude, they didn't really wait on nine yeah. eleven, so why would they wait on anything else? That's true. That's true. They pumped out. Those... Let's just make a, let's just make like a generalized terrorism movie. Yeah, I mean, there's, it'll uh, be called Terrorism the it'll, movie. It'll be called what was the? Uh, I mean, there's like tons, but what's the one that is the uh, American Sniper? Yeah. Is yeah. That the one? Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's called American Sniper. Yeah. Uh, there was another one that I'm. I'm oh, Zero Dark Thirty. Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. That was a mediocre movie. I didn't even. So this see is I a movie podcast it. now. Yeah, yeah oh, it's yeah, just yeah. uh <laughs> It's just real. Like, I don't know. Like it. It had that. It had that nationalism in it. But. Oh well, yeah, yeah. Like it was mostly just a mediocre movie. You oh. know, it was just. That doesn't surprise me. Um, we should make a fan movie about like the Yemen raid that just happened and like went horribly wrong. Yeah. <laughs> like anytime like something uh, like bad happens and an American dies, we'll, a tragedy. We'll make a yeah. movie about just it. Every like, time there's a tragedy, we should just like swoop yeah. in before. No, yeah, we'll do like the Echo Bridge. Yeah, what Echo Bridge does for like I was just, I was just about to bring up Echo Bridge. But we'll do every yeah. time there's like an American like chest thumping like. Like Patriots Day or like any of these type of movies where they like just really like America is great. We killed Bin Laden. We'll make it first and put it out like a week after the event happens. Like 
We'll do like yeah. a South Park uh, style like schedule where we yeah. get we get it written and shot in a week, <laughs> no matter what, just so we always beat the, like the Hollywood studios. And they can't. We like we have to patent like or like go to the copyright office. Yeah, patent they, yeah, movies patent. about the Boston bombing. Like we have the patent. Sorry. <laughs> What I meant to say was like reserve like titles and stuff, but like you yeah, reserve every website, like, yeah, yeah. like PatriotsDayMovie.com, PatriotsDayLikeTheFilm.com, PatriotsDay.com. It was like, oh, I mean, you're gonna have to buy it from us. Uh, but um, yeah. no, so um, what I was gonna say, uh, uh, so yeah, Echo Bridge, right? So for the viewers at home, um, the listeners, uh, Echo Bridge is a production company that makes like parody, not parody films, sorry, like films that like. Are intentionally designed to uh, like lure in buyers looking for a similarly named movie or a similar theme movie on a budget, you know. So, the, yeah, so the prime so. example we have is Transmorphers for Transformers. That's one that we've all seen, and I think is probably like one of the funnier ones. Um, I don't know, what, what, Danny. You they, sound they, like you were gonna like add Oh, I was yeah, I was actually gonna bring up Trans Transmorphers, but yeah, mm. like when you actually watch them, they're kind of. They're hard to get through. I think yeah, the, a lot of them are very hard to get funny, through. Yeah, they're funnier in concept than in practice. Yeah, I wouldn't recommend watching them, but I would recommend looking up the titles. Yeah, that's no, um, it's pretty. But fun. yeah, Trans Transmorphers was funny if I recall, like through and through. Yeah, or not like through and through, but it was like it's funny enough to keep watching. The best that we've seen of yeah. those movies because so we've watched some other ones that were like. Atrocious. Uh, there was one that was like uh, the, so another one that like uh, it's called what was it? Oh, like Merlin, oh, Merlin's Apprentice. That's what it was. Merlin's Apprentice, and like the whole movie was like I, I don't even remember most of it. It was like generic very generic fantasy. fantasy. Yeah. But then at the very end of the movie, all right, spoiler alert. The okay, so, <laughs> all right. So hold on. There's some context. The whole time there's this pig following around the main character. And it's just a normal fucking pig the whole time. Then at the end of the movie, the pig starts talking. And when I say the end of the movie, I mean the last, like, minute of the movie. The pig starts talking. And it's like... And the main character's like, what? You you can talk? And he's like, yeah, I can talk the whole time. You never asked. And the movie the movie's, like, not really a comedy. Like, there's, like, some comic oh, relief during it. And then, like, yeah, right, yeah. <laughs> Right, but but you see what I'm saying? Like they were like trying to do comedy, like in the in the, like the, as <laughs> the doors Rooney closing, busts, like busts. you know, Mickey Rooney busts through yeah. the arms. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Yeah. We need some comic relief. Mickey Rooney, put on your yellow face real quick. Uh, I think he's dead. Look, look. We'll go back uh, in time. That's, yellow that's not really stopping us. Yeah. Right. That's, that's right. what the no, yellow okay. fever is. Right. No, fever we'll, we'll, have, we'll have Mark Wahlberg dress up as Mickey Rooney dressing up in yellow. <laughs> so, <it's, laughs> so we got a multi-layered uh, operation going on here. But yeah, yeah. Didn't, now didn't we watch... Oh, I watched Snakes on a Plane for the first time recently. That was, that was bad. Snakes on a Plane or Snakes on a Train? A plane. I, I, okay. the, yeah. that, that also exists, though, right? Snakes on a plane. Yeah, no, snakes, a train. Yeah. Snakes, snakes on, on a train. train is the Echo Bridge version. Snakes on a plane oh, is the, uh, yeah. the like, <laughs> oh real God. blockbuster. I forgot there was an Echo Bridge of, of, of like, an already, like, low-budget film. Like, a low-budget yeah. <laughs> film. That's actually really funny. We should totally watch that one. Have, yeah. Yeah. yeah we got to get that one in. We can do a report on that. We yeah. can have a little. Uh, we can do. We can do a book report on on, on not books. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can do like fan yeah, fiction book a... reports and like movie, you know, reports and stuff. Also, that's a good idea for a segment. So I think um, something that we always do when we talk about this, and we, we we've, I think we've been over this. Before. It's not actually Echo Bridge. It's the Asylum. The yeah. Asylum is the company that's that right. releases all that's these right. movies. Echo Bridge is a company that often produces them in association with the asylum but the asylum is the company that like yeah. puts out all of them so everywhere we've said uh, control f this entire yeah, podcast right. uh yeah. when we said Eckerbridge, we meant the asylum no it's all right i'll just get i'll lean in real close to the mic and like move the pop filter and just shout asylum right. instead and then we'll edit <laughs> yeah. that over everything that actually but we're not gonna out. edit the other stuff out we're just gonna leave right. it on top yep i can yep. see that um so 
The, these are some of the movies that Asylum... Actually, they produce some, like, pretty well-known shit flicks, like uh, Mega Shark versus Giant Octopus. That's right. One of those. So, yeah, you, you, you might have heard of them from, like, Sharknado and stuff. Um, but uh, Did they do Sharknado? Yeah, I believe so. If I, am I mistaken on that? Well, they released I'm saying Two-Headed yeah. Shark Attack. Okay. Who did Sharknado, then? No, they did Sharknado, yeah. Okay, yeah. That's that's oh, they did it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's what the Sharknado shared film universe. <laughs> Sharknado's universe includes Lava Lantula. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, Sharknado oh. 3. Yeah, it looks like... So there's a little crossover sometimes between the mm-hmm. Lava Lantula universe and the Sharknado universe. Are they trying to do, like, a machete universe thing with Spike? No, it's like the Marvel Cinematic <laughs> Universe. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're gonna put together like a a big blockbuster that has all their all their IPs in it. Now, did you guys? No, no. Get this though. Did you know that um, the universe uh, there's a crossover between uh, the Land Before Time and Saw? Those actually take place in the same universe. Oh wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's actually a little a little known fact. Um, but uh, so like, there's a there's a character. Um, the Jigsaw murderer, you might know him, you might recognize him. He actually shows yeah. up in the Land Before Time in the background of, like, one frame. Uh, he's there, uh, on his little tricycle or whatever. <laughs> I guess that's not really the Jigsaw murderer, that's just his, uh, that's his, like, little, like, uh, mannequin or whatever. But, uh, so the Jigsaw murderer is mannequin. The yeah, Billy the Puppet. He's, he shows <laughs> up for a universe. second in Land Before Time. Um... Uh, are you making this shit up? Uh, or is this like a conspiracy theory? Uh, I mean, Land Before Dime like, <laughs> might predate Saw by a few decades, but I mean, <laughs> maybe, maybe it was, they slipped it in there like no, no, a little no, but prank. like, something resembling him. Uh, no. Maybe, sh- okay. No, I mean... Maybe if you, like, if you took your glasses off and also, like, brained yourself... I'm, I'm editing this part out. I want the viewers to think yeah. that it's real. <laughs> yeah. There's a a section that we promised to have in that we didn't. Oh yeah, the um, um, the readers' corner where we read letters from all our dedicated viewers. Okay, all right. so this section's gonna be a little. A all little, right, well that's little, actually, actually it's just this. Sincerely, it's me playing farts <laughs> on the bench. All right, we got a letter from um, Inflation Nation, a uh, six two four, um, at gmail dot com, yeah. and um, it's a, it reads, uh, "Dear Untitled Podcast," uh, it's probably us. Um, dear Untitled Podcast, um, what's the best way to inflate on a first date? And also, wait, what? What's this? Ooh. Also, he said, he said, I am gray, me suck pee pee, uh, <laughs> me, me stink, me stink real bad. Oh, yep. I think he was doing a Mickey Rooney impression there for a little bit. <laughs> no, I was not. All right, l- listen, viewer, I was not doing a Mickey Rooney yellow face impression. I was trying to do Greg is an idiot voice impression. Don't take this out of context. Thank you. So, Inflation Nation, I got I got some advice for you. I'm, what I'm assuming you were trying to say there when I made that question up is, like, on a first date, how do you introduce to your date that you are an inflation fetishist? Like, how do you... Because it's going to come out. You might as well bring it up on the first date. I see it. Um, yeah. Uh-huh. I, my tip would be don't lead with it. That shouldn't be the first thing you say. Probably do names first. Yeah. Or, like, you know, do the pleasantries. Right. Definitely within the first five at or ten least, minutes, though. At least names first. Bring your bike pump. And yeah. be like, yeah, how oh, was your day? Sure. Like, oh, this is a nice restaurant. I like to look at cartoon characters getting inflated by bicycle pumps. Yeah. No, see, you might be, you might be familiar. There's, like, this story on the internet that's, like, you know, um, definitely real. Very real. About this kid who has a vor an anal vor fetish which is um where you know okay a vor fetish is like where um i don't think we explained this previously no. um vor fetish is like uh where someone a character or someone is eating another person consuming another person usually whole it's not like cannibalism it's usually like the the, the whole person is being like inserted into the other person's like stomach and so and they anal and they survive generally um, sometimes they get digested once they're in there. Anyway, so analvor is, uh, you can imagine, you're getting shoved up someone's ass and then digested in reverse. It doesn't make any fucking sense. Anyway, <laughs> so this kid in this story that's very real, 
he has commissioned artwork of his entire family, uh, anal vor artwork of his entire family, and then he shows it to them in a presentation uh, to explain to them about. He kind of like comes out to them as like an anal vor fetishist, if that makes any sense. And um, it's very graphic. It doesn't, but go on. No, it doesn't, but <laughs> I'm gonna go on. And um, uh, so yeah, I'm thinking you kind of need to do the, that that same thing. Oh, like um, have like a like a char- like a picture of her made. Right, exactly. So your date, you have a picture uh, of her that made. That would be slick if you right. slide that across the table. Mm-hmm. No words are that, even needed. No, she sees that and she's like, "Oh yeah, I I hit the that's, jackpot." If she look, it, yeah, that's a grand romantic gesture. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah, and, and and bonus if she's already an inflation fetish. If if if, if not, then it will turn her into one without on a spot. doubt. Without a doubt. And I mean, if it doesn't, like you don't want to be on that date. No. If she's not into yeah, exactly. inflation, she's not the one for you. Right. No. You got to find a girl or guy who is going to um, pump your ass with a bicycle pump. Like, mm-hmm. like when you get or in your rubber suit. pump their own ass with a bicycle pump. Yeah. Right. Right. When you get in your big, like, circular rubber suit, you you need someone standing at the other end of that pump. It's mm-hmm. a two-person job. Yeah. Uh, see, the other thing is, too, right? Like, here's option option B, right? You You lead into it with kind of subtle hints and so that might involve you take her to see shrek and when that scene comes up where he inflates <laughs> the, the frog you kind of nudge her and you say like you kind of you kind of nod and wiggle you know yeah you stick your dick at the i think it's about time that's Maybe when you make your well, you like but... you got you gotta like start reaching toward the inside of her thighs or his thighs. <laughs> Wink uncontrollably like you're having right. a seizure. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Flutter that eye like it's a hummingbird's wing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> she'll she'll go what you're trying yeah, to do. She'll know it. She'll know what's good. <laughs> Also, maybe bring like bring like a prop. Maybe bring your own frog that's already been like inflated. And, like mm-hmm, figure mm-hmm. out the logistics of of like inflating a frog. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, this is also in a universe. Yeah. yeah, this is also in a universe where Shrek is still in theaters. Yeah. Well, look, well like all right, you, so you, you know, like how art art theaters will like show like significant movies like like sure. on repeat sometimes. I'm, I'm sure you could find one that's showing Shrek. Look, you can pop yeah. it up on you can pop it up on Netflix or something. I don't fucking know. Yeah. I mean, you can. Wait for it to come on on ABC. Well, you already have it on DVD. Right? Oh, that's like, true, actually. Yeah. No, I, this. What view- self-respecting red-blooded American male doesn't have a no, copy of Shrek that's, on DVD? That's a good point. Yeah. Memes aside, like, you. I mean, it's your it's your civic duty. Mm-hmm. When George Washington died for this country, with his dying breath, he said, <laughs> "DreamWorks animation." <laughs> he said, "Yeah, right." Shrek three on DVD. Said, yeah, right. He said. He said. Uh, no, is is actually his. His, in his final hours, he asks for them to put on the DVD commentary of Shrek 2 uh, one, la- <laughs> one last time. But it didn't, that didn't exist yet. TVs yet but it, so. Right, it didn't exist yet. And they're like, what the fuck's he talking about? But He uh, died in, in that insane asylum. He was a visionary. <laughs> yelling about cartoons which hadn't been created yeah. yet. He was, like, he was like, I want to see Donkey fucking that dragon. I want the deleted that deleted scene. Walt Disney, this goes out to you, even it's though it's a, low, it's not a it Disney. Was. Yeah, yeah. And then 150 years later, Walt Disney was born, <laughs> and he made the deleted scene where Donkey the donkey fucks the dragon. The, the dragon. You see his donkey dick. There's a close up of donkey dick. Full penetration. You see everything. So that's that's probably a good note to uh, to wrap things up on, yeah, Donkey Dick. I think so. <laughs> yeah. So oh, I guess this was, um, a, this was a disaster. Yeah, Great day. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so thanks for uh, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for uh, uh, thanks for tuning out. <laughs> yeah, thanks for tuning in and tuning out. Ugh. And uh, I guess we'll we'll probably make an outro later. Maybe. <laughs> It's time for us to go.